welcome to another episode of As Yet Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And this time Chris didn't do the intro. Nope. I don't think I did too well the last time I did nah, it. No, it was alright. I liked it. It was, mm. it was, um... Wasn't that the one we didn't actually record properly? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, uh... That's cursed then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no one's ever going to hear it. Hooray! Uh, do, you want to, do you want to redo the intro? For what? No, no oh, that's fine. You. So, uh, yeah, so what basically what Chris just said is um, we had our first technical hiccup. Uh, now, now I'm, I'm not throwing blame at Chris, right? No, you just rung me up and told no. me something is wrong. It's your fault. <laughs> you didn't throw blame. You aimed it with a catapult at, straight at me. <laughs> Even though it was your equipment that frigged up, not me. Yeah. And, all right, so basically, both I wouldn't say we're both at fault, but it was something that we should know by now as we've been going forward. I should know anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm not technically mine. I hold, I hold this thing at its shaft and that's that. Basically, when I got home, uh, ready to edit the podcasts, um, the Ready Player One that was, um, the microphone was on the off switch. And I can't remember if I turned it off when I was at Chris's recording the pod. And also the um, the audio input button on my mixer wasn't pressed in. So all my audio was fine through my microphone, but you couldn't hear Chris. So I sounded like I was talking to myself. So he mugged it up and then said something's wrong with you've done something wrong. Well, I'm not saying I mucked it up. I'm just, I forgot. You didn't push the button in. You didn't check the microphone. I, I, don't, I don't think that's really my fault there, but okay. Let's take equal blame to make you feel Are, are you saying you're just a performing monkey? I'll give you the mic and you have to do what you got to do. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just like poking you with a stick. We will, but I'll start throwing things at you. Oh, he's in that video. The woman gets on. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> nothing, nothing to do with what we were talking about. As you can see in the title... Uh, we are now the second film in of our Harry Potter series. Indeed. If it's your first time listening. Why you started with this one? Exactly. Go, go for it. Go for it. Go back to the beginning. Our very first one. We were unpolished and so naive back then. It was so long ago. Can you remember what our very first one was? No. Zombieland. Was it? Oh, yes. That's how unpolished you still are. <laughs> Can't even remember what we've done. All right. What number is this then? I'm going to put that in the edit. <laughs> Okay, right, fine. That's me, <laughs> yeah. that's me to deal with then. But yeah, um, go back to the, the very first pod and listen from the very beginning up to now. You'll yeah. enjoy it and you'll see our style changes, doesn't it? It does. So I, I wouldn't say we had a lot of negative comments on the way we were doing it. Basically, for the people that are new to listening to us, we now just, we'll just talk about it before we, like we, had, we have bullet points now, before we were writing down what happens in the film and it was more like, a very long it. synopsis. Yeah, a long synopsis. Um, now we just babble for about an hour. Yeah, about that. And then we rate it. <laughs> it it's, we enjoy it. Yeah, I think I think it's better this way because I've it I've now more natural. Exactly, and I now haven't got to pay attention because the amount of times I've watched <laughs> something in a film, I've looked down and I've missed it. Yeah, and I've caught it. Really. Exactly, and vice versa. Yeah. So now we're just bullet pointing. It is not as important to write everything. So I prefer. It. I mean, you prefer in the new technique. It makes it easy to take notes, that's for sure. Especially when we go and see new films that are coming out as exclusives. Yeah. So then we have to pick up the main bits. All right, see so you've watched a movie at cinema. You're not going to remember every detail. You're going to remember the major points. Yeah. And we'll pick up on those. We'll talk about those more than anything else. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I prefer it. Um, from what I've heard from people that have been listening, they do like the idea, the way we describe the films and stuff. But they said they don't like the idea of sticking from start to finish they we jump around and go on our tangents and stuff like we do anyway i said it just seems more organic 
So yeah. we're going with the feedback of people said, and um, so far, everyone's enjoyed it. But we will get negative comments eventually. That's kind of, of expected. There's nothing wrong with um, what's the word? Constructive, Constructive criticism. criticism. Jinx. Ah, <laughs> you can't talk now. Do I say his name? Rob. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's really nice. I let you off the jinx, and you've tried to freaking kill me. I didn't finish that sentence. I'm thankful for that. Oh. <laughs> let me go whip my wand out and see how you do with that. You whipped it out in the last episode. You, you love to feel my I wand. Do, I do. Very, um, I would say prickly, but it's not, is it? It's bumpy. Yeah, it's the one stuff. Lumpy bumpy. Yeah. Comes to a very sharp point at the end. I, I want a wand. They are really cool. Yeah. I've got duck. <laughs> in case anyone's wondering, I literally do have a copy of Dumbledore's wand from Harry Potter. We, I went to uh, Harry Potter World, the tour. Yeah. Sorry, Warner Brothers yes. tour. Harry Potter. And I, you can buy the wands. You can. And I had to choose, do I want Voldemort's wand or do I want uh, uh, Dumbledore's? I was considering uh, Bellatrix Lestrange's wand, but that's curved. And I prefer my wands nice and straight rather than bent. Yeah, it's fair, fair enough. Speaking of um, Dumbledore. Yes. This is the last time that we see... This particular uh, actor, yes. Is. So what Dumbledore wand did you have? Do you have the first Dumbledore or the second Dumbledore? He has the same wand. Did they not change it? Because they had... Oh, that's interesting. Because Dumbledore's wand in the books, and I, th I think it's in the movies as well, Right, is the one he won from Grindelwald, Yeah, which is the Elder Wand. And he won that before Harry came to Hogwarts. So he's had that wand the entire time. Oh, okay. Because when I went to Warner Brothers... Uh, that the Harry Potter studio tour um, with my mum and that they had the guy that done Voldemort in the the first film that was Quirrell yeah it's a Quirrell you know when they had uh, on the back of his head yeah yeah. so obviously he had that one so they had that one for that but, but then, that would have been, been Quirrell's wand and then when Ray Fiennes became Voldemort yeah. he had his own one so I didn't yeah. know they'd done the same thing for Dumbledore because it was two different actors I think it's been the same one. But I'm not sure. That's the only one I saw there with Dumb yeah. Professor Dumbledore on it. Because the box actually has Dumbledore's name on the side of it. You know, yeah. Professor Dumbledore. Oh, okay. That's fair enough. I would have thought that would have been nice, a nice touch. But then I guess the, the new actor keeping the old one is, it keeps, keeps, it, it, keeps it in continuity. Yeah, which is cool. All right. So if, uh, as we were saying, if you are a first-time listener, then uh, go back to listen to us at the beginning. But I, I guess I would say do that for, don't do that for this one. But at least go and listen to the last Harry Potter one. To continue on with our magical journey, would you say magical journey? I wouldn't, but that's that's me. <laughs> what, what journey would you call it? Movie journey. Well, I can't, <laughs> can't just write movie journey in the Twitter bio. Fine, put magical journey then. But it seems very welcome to the happiest place on earth kind of thing. <laughs> so speaking of Twitter, we've now got a few more followers. Oh, excellent! Yes, and. Um, but everyone that has followed us on Twitter, thank you. But the people that haven't, why? Go, go and follow us. It's, <laughs> it's simple. FRM underscore me. You can't get it wrong. Underscore media. Simple. And also, subscribe to us on iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Is that the only ones? Spotify? No, not yet. I'm trying, man. Okay. Spotify is very hard to crack. And uh, Google Play. So um, you need to be in America to get onto Google Play. That seems a bit unfair. Yeah. Um, I think it's um, Nationist. Is that right? I guess so. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I don't know the word for it. <laughs> don't know. It's because I'm pure blood. <laughs> yeah. At this point, this is just me staring at him with a slightly cocked eyebrow. <laughs> if anything, you're a dirty little mudblood. I am not. And um, I love to say that that is such a great, like, 
just I think it's just so threatening without even meaning anything like it, you're just my blood like dirty blood great I, <laughs> I think it's brilliant it can be it can be used against anyone in any situation yeah really. you're nothing more than a mud blood <laughs> you say that like you've said it a lot Chris <laughs> my legal counsel informs me I'm not to continue with this conversation <laughs> well <laughs> I don't know where to go with that <laughs> Well, we've all used words we don't like. Yes. But in that world, that is pretty much a very negative word to very... say. All right, so we'll, we'll give them a little start of how it starts, and then we'll probably hop around like we normally do. Okay. I, I mean, I am going to apologize, though, because episode one, <laughs> we, um, we, we didn't realize how long we were waffling for in the first episode. Well, it's not really the first episode. It's the first but, Harry what? Potter episode. Yeah, so part one of the Harry Potter series yeah. is in two parts. Philosopher's Stone Part 1, and then Part, six part and three 1, quarters. 6 and 3 quarters. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's confusing for people that are listening. Um, but it's sort of very easy to understand if you go and watch it, go and listen to it yourself. Yeah, exactly. So any any Harry Potter kind of thing, you, you I mean, you've got a nice Harry Potter from the title anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is our very first um, our film journey for a, a collective of series. And I think, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I mean, there are only two films in. Yep. Uh, I mean, we've seen them before, so it's not like it's new and we've got to take like loads and loads of like, what's happening here, what's happening here. I think at this point, most of the world has seen these movies before. Yeah, I, I mean, and that, I think that's the best thing, because, for example, I know, like, said people, um, I'm not going to give my mother a shout out <laughs> on the pod, although she does like listening to us. She says where um, she doesn't, she, she loves the connection that we have, um, apparently the way we, in a way, the way we bounce off one another. Yes. That's we're, the... we're very deeply connected. <laughs> very. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of the film. <laughs> yes, let's go back to the film. We've been shabbering on like that. Well, no, I mean, I'm, yeah, but at least I don't get a wand like Ron's. I'll be happy. <laughs> Slightly bent at the end snapped. I... Yeah. Is there a spell to fix it? I'm pretty sure Repero, is, the Repero spell is used to repair things. A teacher... Dumbledore has the older wand. That could be used to fix the wand easily. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But then I say at the same time, if if he didn't, then um, Gilderoy Lockhart at the end would have like done them both out of their memories. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think Dumbledore knew that was going to happen. I think he knew Gilderoy was a, f- was a f- fraud. I think they all knew. The teachers certainly knew, didn't they? When, yeah. When the thing happened near the end, we'll get to. When that happens, they they all know for a fact that he's a complete and utter twat. Just a tad. Yes. So, so what do you think of it? I know you've seen it a few times anyway, we've said. But your thoughts going in, do they change more you watch it? Do you notice more stuff as you've watched it? I think that's the same with a lot of movies. You don't realise, like, you watch it through and you really enjoy it. But if we go and watch it again, you'll pick up tiny little bits and pieces. Yeah. Like the cameraman incident. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everyone knows what that is, but why don't you tell them? Yeah, so um, I so I have this annoying, annoying habit of finding like either continuity errors or like I wouldn't say plots, like flaws in the plot, <laughs> but like the, the most stupidest thing. And I'm like, like, how does that happen? But this time, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. went through the movie. Yeah, times. But this time, there's a cameraman uh, visible. Yeah, visible during the the one duel of Harry and Malfoy. 
but you only see him for a, a couple of seconds. But it took us a good few minutes for, to, to get back to that scene. Yes, we, we, we watched this on my Xbox. So as anyone knows who's watched a movie on their Xbox, going back and trying to fall, freeze at a particular point yeah. is difficult. I mean, yeah, when, I mean, when we've done the film trailers and we were trying to pause it on there, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm sure that's Vader. And you're like, no, nah, it's not. And then we were trying to pause it to see, <laughs> to see if it is. Yeah, our timing's not great for that stuff. No, no. it's really not. Yeah. But you were asking me about what? Yeah. Yeah, you do notice more of the movie, the, more, the continuing time you watch it. Yeah. So I do, I do enjoy the Harry Potter movies. Yes. I'm not as big of a pothead as many people, other people are, the Potter fans. Uh-huh. I've never drawn a lightning bottom on my forehead and gone in cosplay as Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Until now. <laughs> but I would cosplay as Harry Potter. Maybe not Harry Potter, I'm Malfoy. You'd have to bleach your hair. Oh, see, that's the, I'd have to spray it because bleach don't work on my hair. We've I'm had this conversation off here. Yeah. I think if, you'd like, if you've got it done professionally or something, like, I had it really white bleached all the way through to it. Can you imagine me <laughs> with white hair? An aged member of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I tell you, speaking of songs, that's another thing that we don't get. We don't get the... It's not as... I felt like it lacked that. What, at the end? Uh, at the yeah. end of the first one, they had the upbeat, happy tune. And this one, there's nothing. It's well, just no, the because normal... they had to attract more people to it at the first, the start of the first one, didn't they? Yeah. So they bring them back and they think, well, now they're hooked. We're not going to do that. But I liked it. I think especially when we were, when I was editing the first one, um, just hearing the song itself was like, oh. Like I was, I was getting, even though I know we'd spoken about it already, I was like. You've got pleasant trembles. Yeah, like it, you, you, it's a magical feeling. Like you turned your back into it, feel like a kid again. I understand that, yeah. It's the, it's the excitement of... It's like going on a trampoline. Yeah. You're an adult, you don't get to do that. You don't act like a complete twit and act like a kid again. But yeah. as, as a kid, you bounce on it. It's like freedom. Do it as an adult. As long as no one's around, you feel really great about it. Freedom! <laughs> freedom! <laughs> you realise I've had a, a vision of a Scottish man in a kill yeah, jumping on the balcony. Yeah, same. <laughs> and I'd hope he's got underwear on. True Scots don't wear underwear, apparently. <laughs> Are they still for the kill? I don't know about the rest of it. Anyone in Scotland, please, please feel free to comment and uh, let me know how completely out of touch I am. I'm sure you're right. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a verbal abuse oh, for us. Anyway. <laughs> Harry so, Potter. Yeah, I mean, the closest we can bring that back into a, into Harry Potter is... It's a, uh, <laughs> That's, I don't know if we heard that on the tape, but... Tape. Like someone revving the car outside. What are we back in the nineties on the tape? <laughs> you realize I have addictive eyes. Mine. It literally runs on tiny cassette yeah. tapes. That'd be cool. That'd be well, why would it be cool? I I, I just like nineties. You know I love retro stuff. Only you would call the nineties retro. I was born in eighty five. Nineteen ninety. I was five years old. It makes you feel old, doesn't it? Yes, because I yeah. still think ten years ago was nineteen ninety. <laughs> So, but speaking of uh, almost over 10 years ago, Harry Potter come out quite a few years after that. Uh, but we said it was 17 years? I believe so, I yes. think it was 17 years, something like that. So this is based a year later. Indeed. Yet it was filmed, was it two years later? I By that time, it was 13? I think so, I can... Yeah. Um, yeah, so as you, as you said, like you did enjoy it, you found little bits and pieces. Um, did anything different other than the cameraman that we pointed out did anything different stand out to you this time watching it compared to the last time you watched it 
trying to think. I didn't in the first time last since the last time I watched it. I didn't realize how much more water there was on the floor during some of these scenes. Yeah, and that's because not putting the sinks up. That's like really flooding everything. Yeah, because that's gone down one long corridor and down another one as well. That has, yeah, yeah. For me, when was the last time you watched it? Actually, I've got to say years ago. I know it's been on at Christmas and stuff, but that's the sort of thing like you put on for the for me now. You put on for the, like the nephews and that. Yep, and go and help and do whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it just stays on. Yeah, so for me, I know it was on over Christmas time. I think they showed one. Was it either one a day or one a week? Right near Christmas. I think it may have been one every other day or something. Yeah, it sounds about right. And uh, over Christmas, which is great. Um, 3rd of November 2002 is when the Chamber of Secrets came out. So 2001 was the first one. Yeah. So it was only a year later. Wow. That's that's pretty good timing, you know. And then they waited until 2014 to bring out the one after that. Uh, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's me shut up now. There you go. Yeah. But then saying that, the next one's a bit longer. Yeah. Have you noticed the length of the film is also... They're trying to stuff as much in as they can. Yeah, I mean, and then this was a thin book. So when we get to the thicker books. Oh, my, yeah. The Order of the Phoenix, the Half, uh, Half-Blood Prince. Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And Deathly Hallows. Yep. So on. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, they do get thicker and the books, so the books get longer and darker. Yeah, they, have to, they get more mature, don't they? Yeah, but, I mean, we'll compare first to last, I guess. At the very end. Yeah. So for me, I felt like... A lot more stood out because obviously I I think I've only ever watched Chamber of Secrets a couple of times. When it came out on DVD, I was like I was around twelve anyway, thirteen. So I was yeah. Um, so I was like I'll, I'll watch it a couple of times, but I was never like I liked the first one, but by the time the Goblet, I didn't even go to the cinema to see the last lot. I think the last one I see was Prisoner of Azkaban at the cinema. Mm-hmm. I was only after I went to see Harry Potter the the. Um, Harry Potter tour. Yeah, that I actually went back and watched the last one. So, yeah, and that was like three years ago. Uh, yeah, three years ago nearly. So compared to the first ones, you're, they're quite fresh in your mind. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, obviously, we said what we've got favourites uh, on the last episode. But I, again, as you said, it was a little bit of water. But it's little things like, for example, when Harry speaks in parcel tongue. Yeah. Like, I still look at it as everyone can hear him speaking. Parcel tongue. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Whereas Harry's speaking English. Yeah, Harry Harry perceives himself to be speaking English. Yeah. Because he doesn't know he's... I mean, in the first movie when he releases the boa constrictor. Yeah. And he spoke to it. He was there hissing at the cage. But we heard from his point of view. So we heard him speaking English. Yeah. And I like... It's, it's weird, like, even now, like, talking about it. Because it... Like, how do I explain it? So we watched him speak parcel tongue this time yeah. and not English. But then I would have wanted to know what he was saying to the snake in English. Do you know what I mean? I believe that's in the book. Is that in the book? And a moment, you keep talking. I'll see yeah. if I can grow it. Right, this is... You, anyone who's watched, this, uh, watched the movie, you'll know this bit. Yeah. Harry wasn't sure what made him do it, but he wasn't even aware of deciding to do it. All he knew is his legs were carrying him forward as though he were on casters and that he, and that he shouted stupidly, uh, stupidly at the snake, leave him. And miraculously, inexplicably, the snake slumped to the floor. He's checking there's no more he makes him say. No, because that's when um, Justin shouts, what do you think you're playing at? Yeah. What do you think you're playing at? What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> I haven't played that in years. What are you talking about, Willis? I don't even remember. Just, <laughs> no, no, it's different strokes now. <laughs> different strokes of different folks. <laughs> well. <laughs> you're getting better at that noise. You are. <laughs> yeah, but you're still the master at it. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> 
That went a little off then. Speaking of voices going off, Ron's, like what was going on with him? His voice is as broken as his wand. <laughs> yeah, I'm for, it is, any young man knows that's a really difficult time when your voice decides, so I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to rub a bit. Yeah. It has to work a little better. It's yeah. all, over the t- all over the place. It's, you know, I must have realised how embarrassing it was to speak to someone your voice cracks while you're doing it. Yeah, because you seem to like, I think you're more taken back that your voice went, huh? <laughs> like, it sounded like shaggy. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was more like Scooby-Doo, but yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, I know. Sorry. <laughs> you're the one that did this. <laughs> anyway. So, um, yeah. So when your voice is sounding like shaggy. It's like me. On- <laughs> yeah, that's more like him, yeah. There you go. There you go. Shaggy-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah. So when your voices sound like shaggy. That you're like, what do you do? I like the fact that they kept it in though, and they didn't make him do a retake. Yeah, sorry, yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm looking up what Shaggy's real name was. <laughs> Have you got it? No, <laughs> my my thumbs are too fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Norville. I'm sure it's Norville. Oh, way off. I bet you. Shaggy real name. Oh wait, it said Orville something then. <laughs> Orville or Norville? No, that's the singer Shaggy. <laughs> Orville. <laughs> 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 it wasn't me. <laughs> Uh, shaggy real name Scooby Doo wasn't me. <laughs> Norville Rogers. I told you. I you told said Orville. I said Norville. You said Orville. I've got I've I've got recorded evidence. <laughs> the unkept Shaggy of, Sh- of Scooby Doo fame has a rather proper real name. Norville Rogers. There we go. <laughs> I can't believe you found the singer. That's that's pretty close though. Norville and Orville. But you've that's, that's scary. I put in Shaggy real name to come up with this, the guy. That <laughs> wasn't me. That wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, so when your voice sounds like like creaky, the fact yeah. that they kept it in, I, I think it was creaked at the right times, kind yeah. of thing. Because well, you got to say that young man do, had that happening. No matter how many takes you take, there's still going to be some voice creakage. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you hear in the very first one, Daniel Radcliffe's voice is changing when he's when he's shouting yeah so and this one you can clearly hear a lot of changes happened yeah and it's more to do with like it's more of ron actually it's not the others well girls voices don't change as much yeah they, they sound more mature though yeah but boys we crack <laughs> like that yeah yeah exactly like that <laughs> right at the beginning <laughs> we see um how so this is what i don't understand oh, right gone so I said this while we was watching it, but I'll say it on air anyway, right? So we all know that Dobby's goes into Harry's room. Um, Harry's got to be upstairs making no noise, pretending it don't exist. Yeah. Right? Dobby obviously goes in his room, or he appears in his room, and says to Harry that he's hid the letters yeah. and whatnot. And then... Harry chases him downstairs. Yeah. And then, so Dobby uh, clicks his fingers. Levitates the, the... The cake. That's the one. I was going to say uh, pie for something. I thought I was going to say trifle for a second. It's like, here's a cake. Here's a cake, yeah. yeah. And then clicks them again, and it hovers, right? Yeah. How strong, one, how strong is elf magic, right? And two, why didn't Harry run upstairs? Like, surely, I, I would have run upstairs, and, and like, cause they, they couldn't have put the blame on you then. Yeah, but Harry's more, into, uh, I think Harry's more focused about getting his letter back and trying to stop the cake from falling. Yeah. But did, he's a kid, so. I guess. Did Harry get his letters back? I think in the book he did, but not in the movie. Yeah. That would be annoying. Like, I would. How pissed off would you be being Ron and Hermione, thinking, "Why well, I, I wrote to you?" <laughs> I mean, that wasn't a small stack of letters. It was that, like, that was a that was a jumbo pack. That was at least 
10 letters. Yeah, Royal Mail would have had to do that in two trips. That's, that's a bit of exaggeration, <laughs> but all right. But there, there was a few, and, and it was all like nicely wrapped Bundled up. together, yeah. yeah. And as you said about House of Magic, wizards in the Harry Potter world underestimate how powerful that is. Yeah. They are basically slaves, mm-hmm. full-time servants, not paid or anything like that. They live in cupboards and things under the stairs. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes in attics. Yeah, I know what you're that, getting there. That's, a, that's how Harry relates to them. It's really an elf at heart. How self-magic is powerful because they can go into places that humans can't. Yeah. I mean, like Dobby, what they call it, uh, clicking, you know, they disappear and reappear. Yep. What wizards call apparating. He ends up in Hogwarts. Like obviously going straight through the boundaries uh-huh. without any problems. Wizards can't do that. They can only operate at the entrance to the grounds. Yeah. So they seem to like really, like I said before, completely underestimate the power. Because you saw how at the end, Dobby basically slapped. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why. That's why I mucked the word up, and so you can beep it. <laughs> you should have just said that. I'll beep it anyway. The uh, slapped him, Lucius Malfoy, across the walkway. Yeah. With, with only one hand, he just raised his hand and went flying. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, and you said in the book he goes downstairs, right? Yeah, he goes downstairs. So how different? I like to know how different is the book when I read the book. How different is it going to be to the film? Is there a lot of difference? Noticeably, it'll be no, noticeably oh, wow. different. Okay, because as you told me, the American uh, Sorcerer's Stone has different bits in it compared to the British yeah, Philosopher's I feel, Stone. Yeah, I feel like there's parts of the book in the in American the, in American movie. film. Which that is I didn't put. quite disappointing to me. They should have all had the same movie come out. Yeah. Um, also, and again, it's Harry's birthday. Yeah. So why does it always happen on his birthday? Like, they didn't... I'm trying to think of... So, they put bars on his windows. That was a day later, right? That was the day before they left. Yeah, so he'd done the cake thing. Then they put bars on his windows. Yeah. Right? So, does it say in the book how many days it was after... Or is it just like the next that night? I think it's more like that night. I don't yeah. know for sure. Oh, okay, um, because I just don't understand. If he's got a wand, what are bars on his windows going to do? He's not allowed to use magic outside of school at all. Yeah, if he's allowed to use it in defence of himself, or even to protect other people, mm-hmm. that's like that. But that's, there's a court case that has to happen after that to prove whether he was allowed to use it or not. Yeah, yeah. But there are. It's like the. Um, there's an actual name for it. I can't seem to remember. It's like the, the decree of underage wizardry or something like that. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in an imagine properly magical environment, and there's no chance of Muggle seeing you, you're not allowed to use magic. You can get in a lot of trouble for it. Yeah, which the, is gone. And the kids are told that before they go home. Which is why, because we when they go to Diagon Alley or diagonally. Yeah. When they go there, Hermione does the Oculus Repair Rubber game. Yeah. On Harry. Those glasses have been broken so many times. I. Is there a spell that they just don't break? There's got to be. The only spell I've like, been impervious, but that stops like rain hitting. So my glasses wouldn't get wet at all in a rainstorm. Yeah. Would they steam up? No, they'd, they'd be the water would just wouldn't oh, touch them. Oh, right. so water resistant. Yeah. Okay. Repellent. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of repellent, why is Hagrid down in Nocturne Alley? Harry's been rescued by Ron and his brothers. They're at Ron's house, and yep. later on they, um, they all go to Diagon Alley. But Harry, they use flu powder, which is standing in an empty fireplace, tall enough to hold someone, throwing down green powder, say where you want to go, and boom, you're gone. No, sorry, you say it first, then you throw down the powder. Everyone else says it okay, and then Harry gets up and says, Diagonelli. And for some reason, that takes him into Nocturne Alley, which is the seedier underbelly of the uh, wizarding world. 
Yeah. And Hagrid, Hagrid finds him there after Harry's had fun with the Hand of Glory. Oh. Explain what the Hand of Glory does. Right. The Hand of Glory is, a, I think, in the, in the mythology of it, it's a hand cut off a hanged man. Yeah. And if you put a, ca- a candle in it, like the candle, you hold the hand holding the candle. You could be in a dark room with other people, and you're the only one who would be able to see. You're mm-hmm. the only one who could use the light source. Everyone else would stumble around in the dark. Right. He puts his hand in there. So why? I don't know why he touched it in the first place. Would you want to touch a rotted hand on a plaque? I, I know. Harry just doesn't learn. Like, from the first year... He's like a bloody you, lemon, really, isn't yeah, it? it? comes yeah. to magical stuff. <laughs> it really is. The first year, he, he goes for all, for all drama, right? <laughs> so you think the second year, you've already had the issue of, um, like, Dobby appearing. Yeah. Right? So you think, all right, something's going on, and Harry's hiding my letters, right? I know, let's go ahead and poke him. Yeah, yeah. So let me grab a, a rotted hand and see what it does. <laughs> what? Why? Because he's a, well, he's a lemon. Yeah. He's got no self in, self-preservation at this point, as far as I can see. But he gets out He gets out the shop and tries to find a way back to north, to, the, to where he's supposed to be. Yeah. And basically, the scum of the wizarding world tried to capture him, basically. Well, it's what it seems like. What do you think they would have done with him? Well, in the thing, one of them's a hag, and they eat raw, raw human liver. Oh, wow. Lovely. But they're humans themselves, right? I don't... I don't the thing is, we... In the thing, I think hags are like a magical creature. But we call ha- we call like old women, like old witches, hags and things. So yeah. I don't know how it works in the wisdom. Oh, world. no idea. I don't think it's going to be like to be a person who goes around eating raw people's livers. Yeah. But in the book, um, a woman, I think that's one of the women he's talking to, mm-hmm. has a tray set up near that tunnel bit with uh, human fingernails on it. <laughs> is that... Okay, well, there must be dark ingredients for some things. But we bump into Hagrid, like you said, and yep. he's buying flesh-eating slug repellent because the slugs are attacking the cabbages. See, and again, so this, obviously you pointed it out. Yes. And I don't get, well, why would it be near a cabbage in the first place if it's flesh-eating? Yeah, that doesn't, it, that's always irks me. Flesh-eating slugs. Does that... I mean, it's like lumps of flesh walking around eating slugs, <laughs> or are they slugs that eat flesh? I think it'd be slugs that eat flesh. Yeah, that flesh. flesh. Fresh flesh. Yes. That and all. But they shouldn't be after cabbages in the first place, then. I don't know, man. It makes my head hurt. Unless, unless, as they're growing the cabbages, if they've gone to water them or something, and that dead flesh and stuff's on them. Or, or animals have been near them. They're eating the flesh of the animals. Yeah, but they would eat the flesh and not the cabbages. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. J.K. Rowling, I'm sure you're listening to this. I'm sure you listen to our podcast. Uh, of course. Please Everyone tell us. Does. Please tell us what you meant by that, because that's very confusing to me. Or was Hagrid up to no good? I think I think that's what they were trying to set up, weren't they? It was like subconsciously, like, is he trustworthy? I, I feel like there's... I mean, we find out there's more to Hagrid in this yeah. film. Um, I, I just think he's, after this one, he becomes very... I think he becomes very shifty. Like... Just the, his mannerisms change, and he's not this happy-go-lucky. Well, as we find out in the next movie, he, he, well, he was sent to Azkaban yeah. for what for like a week or two. Yeah, well, he was sent to Azkaban in this one. Yeah, no, I'm saying yeah, yeah. how long it was. How uh, long a was couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, you know, what patrols Azkaban. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Those creatures are they're demons. Yeah. There's no other word for them. We'll get to that in the next movie, yeah. obviously. But yeah, he manages to get Hag- <laughs> he Hagrid manages to get Harry out of there. He does, and reunite him with Hermione. Who somehow has met up with the Weasleys? I think they. I think it's more of a case of I'm meeting you here. I think there's communication with them. 
that sounds more like Hermione would do. Yeah. Right, this is where you're going to be meeting me. Meet me there, yeah. I just don't understand as well. At this, there must be a wizarding thing to, to be able to communicate rather than an owl. Like, come on. They have Patronus charms, but that's only those who can learn how to make them corporeal. I mean, like, a mobile phone or something. And obviously, not that <laughs> time, but, like, something. Do you know what I mean? I'm not being funny, but if we can get two tins of can, a can tins, <laughs> put a string on it and go, Hello, and you can hear me, Yeah. then surely in a magical world, there's something they can create. <laughs> They have, uh, you know, the flu powder. Yeah. If you put your head in there, you can actually speak to someone in another flu. Because that happens in uh, Goblet of Fire, right? I don't know if it happens in the movie. It, but it definitely happens in the books. Serious talking to. Yes, yeah, but in the books it's described differently. Yeah. Because it's almost like the person's head. It's like it's almost like you, like a phone call, a video yeah. phone call. <laughs> so it's just a head pops up. Yeah, pretty much through the fire, <laughs> just starts talking, rather than a log looking like it's made from. Yeah. Sorry, the head looking like it's made from the lock. Yeah, that's what you mean. All right, so, I mean, we get, I mean, we'll bypass Goodwill Lockhart. I mean, yeah. we meet him and he he tries to make impress. He impresses the papers by using Harry. By using Harry to get himself on the front cover. Yeah. Um, which I think is a bit of a dick. Oh, I, I don't, for the minute I see him, I didn't like him. No, he's. You've seen people like him in the papers everywhere. Yeah. He's a user. Um, why does Malfoy tear out the paper, that I, page? Yeah, that's another thing that I don't think. Thing is, there's a, a you know like a, a rumor about that. Yeah. He tried to save Hermione. The bit of paper they found t- torn up in her hand was from the book. He knew what his father was going to do, so he planted that with Hermione somehow, and she realised it because she's not the type to rip out a page from a library book. No, that's a good point. So, do you reckon that's what it was? I'm hoping so because as right. we know much further on in the future, that Draco has some good in him. Yeah, I mean that's a good. I mean I would go with that. I mean okay. It, it's there's pl- plots in it, there's flaws in it and yeah. stuff, but that's plausible. They're Wamping Willow, so but I mean before we get to that, um, <laughs> so I don't understand why Ginny wasn't last kind of thing, like why? Yeah, why did the parents? Didn't the parents make sure everyone was through first, then go through? Yeah, um, that's what. I, it was why just... leave the boy who lived, which is a hero and icon, and the, and another son outside? Why they rushed through? I yep. know it's their girl's first time, but if they missed the train. I'm sure Hogwarts would accept the fact and just flew the child there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not, not fly, flew. F-L-U. Yeah, yeah I know. E. Um, but we do get to see the re- resurgence of... Um, Train guard. Yeah, nine three quarters. Yeah. You have any laugh? <laughs> yeah, because um, Harry tries to get through the barrier and crashes. Poor Hegwood, though, goes flying in the thing. <laughs> it's just when he goes, Sorry, lost control of the Troy. Is that when you think to yourself, <laughs> What? <laughs> like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Well, yeah, but he's got to make up some excuse, hasn't he? I, I mean, it was a good excuse. <laughs> Just like how they go flying. <laughs> Running towards a brick wall. Oh, I'm sorry, I lost control. But how many people do you think have tried to get through that wall at that station? How many, I mean, did you see that there's a video of a guy on a, on Facebook or YouTube or something? And there's, there's like an archway for London three quarters. And this guy jumps over the barrier and just plows into the wall. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, but I'm going to look no, it up. I'll show you. But, um... <laughs> I'm really I can go talk yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how many takes do you reckon that took because that guy looks so serious like I, I mean if you just, just seen two people smash into a I mean I laugh if someone falls over outside so if you see well, two aren't you people, a nasty person <laughs> well I try not to laugh I've got better I've got better at it I'm like I'm more concerned 
Oh, are you okay? Me, I don't try to. I don't try not to laugh. If yeah, I no. saying funny, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some someone on an icy path goes flying. Spent five minutes trying not to fall down. I'm gonna roar. I'm gonna nearly wet myself. I'm laughing so much at them because I've been that person. Have you? I, yeah, because I, when I when I, oh, when, yeah. when I was at college, I was on my way down to my work experience as part of it, and no one else on the pavement. Two schoolgirls walked towards me. I moved out the way to let them pass. I want to buy ice patch. I go flying down, smack right on my coccyx, right on my backside on the floor, and they stop and they're like, they're like, what do we do? Do we have to do anything? You know, they're looking at me and I go, I just stand up and bow and they go, I'll be here all week <laughs> and just carry on walking. Because at that point you have to you have to laugh at yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't, everyone else is going to anyway. I guess we see quite a few things in uh, this film that are different. Uh, we get a howler. Yeah, that's always fun. So you told me that they, if you ignore them, they like get louder or something yeah they apparently if you ignore a howl which is a red letter a red envelope mm-hmm. that's got a message recorded inside and it screams at the person in the person's voice yeah and say if your mother sent you a howler it'd scream at you in her voice which imagine that at the post at our post office you've got a room in there you've got people screaming all day at the letters because that's what they're recording they're recording recording the howl- howlers <laughs> <laughs> you've got this little sort of room i can't stand you i want to break up oh that's soundproof but they've well, got to be, in they? Yeah, they've got to have a spell for that. But imagine if it wasn't. That's great fun to do. You're sitting there all day with our post, and you've got this, this like man of the. I don't care what you think. He's not. And <laughs> a real love. But so, yeah, if you ignore it, it uh, begins to fit, uh, hiss and sizzle like it's uh, about to explode. Like it's getting angry then. Yeah. No, no. Like it's. Think about the way di- cartoon dynamite. Yeah, yeah, goes yeah, down, yeah. That kind of thing. Right. But it will make that noise, and then. It'll explode open and shout a lot louder than it normally would. I should have let that happen, to be honest. I think that would have been funny. Because Neville says he ignored one from his nan once. Yeah, which you never saw in any movie, yeah. in the movie before. Was that in the book? No, he says that he ignored it. Yeah, I think oh, so. okay. I think so. I, I'm not going to... Yeah, no, we're not going to look for that. So, yeah, so we see um, quite a new few new things. Uh, the Nimbus 2000... Was Nimbus 2001? Yeah, because in the previous movie, Harry got Nimbus 2000, from, basically from McGonagall, really. Yeah, and then we get the... Uh, the Quidditch match kind of thing. So, what do you think of the Nimbus 2001? Because it, it looks a lot more. It looks sleeker. It, yeah, but it looks like it was designed for Slytherin. It's black and green. Malfoy's dad has influence, but he's not that power, he's not that influential to change the design of a broom. I think it's just because it's what it pod- might have been easier to make, like black being cheaper, maybe or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, look cool. Or maybe they were like painted for Slytherin. Possibly, I mean, because all of them got one, so he basically bought his way into the team. Oh yeah, uh, Draco's dad, uh, Lucius, bought his son's way onto the team. Everyone on the everyone on the Gryffindor team got him through talent, as Hermione says. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then we yeah go on, and then I can say, and then we get the um, the famous eat slugs. Yeah, that's a fun spell. I wish that had worked. So, I, I I don't know if I still feel sorry for Ron because it backfires on him because of his dodgy wand. Yeah. Or if I feel like Ron deserved it because that would have happened to Malfoy. Like, I mean, I'm not being funny, but if you're throwing up slugs, that's... Well, it's certainly teaching Malfoy not to swear at people. <laughs> well, is that, is that a wizard swearing in mudblood? Yeah, because it's, it's not a word you hear in polite society. Okay. So I know, you know, I swear occasionally. Oh, pff, well, pff, I, I believe it. I was about to say I was about to swear I was thinking which word no I can't use that word that's a really bad word that's one of the big three you can't say carry on I'm not gonna don't worry I'm not gonna I, mean, I can't promise I'm gonna bleep it no, I definitely won't then. <laughs> I don't wanna be known as the guy who says that word 
Yeah, go on. So it's a wizard. So, so the first time I heard of Wizard Swears, I was watching Swears. Is it a Wizard Swear or Wizard Swears? I've never heard it called Swears. Even in our society, it's never been called Swears to me. All right, but so a swear word. Yeah. So there's a thing in on YouTube, right? And it's the mysterious ticking noise on Harry Potter. You must have seen it. No. And he goes, Snape, Snape. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. So they do a couple more of those videos, right? And one is called Wizard Swears. <laughs> God. And um, they're not allowed to say, like, certain things. And Harry Potter goes, Voldemort's nipple. And apparently that's a wizard swear. <laughs> what? Yeah, Voldemort's nipple. But it's the way he does it. And I, I was in fits for ages. So I thought wizard swears were, like, a genuine, like, you can't say said words together. Maybe you can't. I've never even thought about swearing in Wizard World. Because you said mudblood's like a swear word. Yeah, like, I've never thought they're actual swear yeah, words. But, and that's what I thought. I think mean, that was like um, frowned upon to say kind of thing. Okay. Speaking of uh, YouTube videos like that, have you seen that one? The, the, anim- the puppets with the clock? No. Oh, it is practically terrifying. I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure people know what I'm talking about. It's... Um, you know, forget about it. I'll send you a clip yes, of it. Yes, yes. It was the sort of thing you don't want to watch in the dark. Okay. It's just, it's like anim- it's puppets, someone's animation. It's just really messed up. Send it to me and I'll have a look. Um, I'm going to promise you watch yeah, it tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. <laughs> I'll get a phone call to you in the morning. What the f***? I, you realise I can't get to sleep now because of what you've done. Good. It's a good laugh. Uh, do you think Voldemort should have had a laugh? What, like the... <laughs> Maybe without the theatric arm, Chris, but I mean... Fine. <laughs> no, add the arm. <laughs> you really want me to add the whole arm? But do you think, like... <laughs> do you not think, like, there was just something about him? Like, he just didn't have that snide... I mean, Malfoy has that... I even know, that boy raises his eyebrows a lot. What? Why? Makes it, he emulates his father in everything he does. Yeah, but Mal- you Malfoy has dark eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. He has blonde hair, but he has dark <laughs> eyebrows. So his natural hair colour is not blonde. Is it not? I didn't know if it was like... Because my cousin's got white hair. And that's his natural colour. Yeah, that's white blonde. platinum blonde. Yeah. But, um, Ooh, check it, you out. Is it Tom Felton? Yeah. He's, I think his hair is naturally dark, dirty blonde. Mm-hmm. But his eyebrows in this were quite clearly very dark. Yeah. And his hair was not in any way, shape or form. It was all slicked back. I like that look as well. Because before it was... I know it was slicked back in the first film. But that was like... Moulded to his head. Yeah, yeah. This one was more like I'm older now. I can do my hair myself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was more um, downwards to trumpets. It wasn't like, like for example, <laughs> I, did you say downwards to trumpets? No, down with the trumpets. Like what? Da- <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Down with the trumpets. Yeah, like more cool. I'm just down with the trumpets. <laughs> they do things being cool. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an aneurysm. <laughs> anyway, for example, down with the trumpets. <laughs> you guys, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to put yeah. that as, I'm gonna send that to you initially. How are you today? Oh, I'm down with the trumpets. <laughs> we'll put that on our Twitter bio. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I'm, so I'll explain it this way, right? In in the Simpsons, right? When Bart goes to church, Marge combs, he does his hair, and he goes side yeah. to side. Sort of thing, and it just seems like Malfoy is the sort of person to have his mum do his hair like that. But then now he's a bit older, he's more like, I'll gel it myself. Yeah. So it just seems like he's grown up a little. Okay, yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't understand. even remember what the first thought was. You threw me off with the down with the trumpets. When you You're the one that threw me off with it. I've never even... <laughs> down with the trumpets. A trumpet's cool. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want a trumpet? So, uh-huh. as the film goes on, uh, Harry's hearing voices. Well, no, in, in the wisdom world, as Smiley says, it's not, even for them, it's rare to hear voices. And it's yeah. not, never a good thing. Which makes you... Which brings credence to the idea that all this is happening. Like, <laughs> we discussed it didn't we, in the first one. Ha- Hagrid was just some weird homeless man. <laughs> Harry ran into a wall and cracked yeah. himself on the head and he's in a coma this entire time. Yeah. He's hearing voices of what's happening outside. There's a psychopath in his hospital yeah. ward trying to kill people and he's hearing him in his dream. Well, it's still, it's still possible. Wouldn't that suck? A new movie comes out and Harry wakes up and he's 11 still or something. Yeah. Still, still under the stairs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, where are we? So we we find out about the basilisks, the basilisk even. Yes. Right. So do you know what the first thing that comes to mind was? You were saying it because she puts it gets through the pipes, right? Yeah. It's so childish. It reminded me of, you know, when in evolution, you go, how did it get through the pipe? <laughs> yeah. yeah, because that giant huge. thing. Yeah. Is that the, the uh, crab, not yeah. crab, it's the big thing, isn't it? Yeah. How did it get through there? It disappears into a pipe. It's like that small. Yeah. It's like, well, it they can't see what I'm doing. Yeah. It's not even the head of the microphone. It's not. No. I, don't, I don't think they know how big the head of the microphone is. It's about five centimetres, if that. Right, well, the pipe wasn't even that big, and the uh, yeah, turtle exactly. thing just squeezed through. And then she's like through the pipes. And then when you get to see this basilisk, massive. Yeah, how, why would you need pipes that big in a school? <laughs> I know. Those are big enough for a child to crawl through. And get, yeah, I know. I, mean, well, I wouldn't say they do. Well, they kind of do because the pipe work underground. Harry's walking through, right? There's drainage at least. That looks to me like it's, well, it's supposed to be Slytherin Sanctuary, isn't it? It's where he's his secret area. Yeah. Special place. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the drainage. There must be some level of drainage because being underground, natural water is going to uh, going to accumulate. So there must be some way of pumping it out. Right. Just, I mean, what is it? And because they've got the pipe work, right? You got the snake, got the, the snake heads. Yeah, but those <laughs> snake heads, I think, are just decrement, decremental. Decoration. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they actually provide any proper function. Did you notice the water was green? For slivering, I just thought it's mold after a thousand years. It could be, but I don't know. I don't know if they've done it for the mold kind of thing because it still looked in quite a pristine condition. It could be one of those things like the the, the, uh, the movie makers put in without actually telling anyone why they've done it to like, make it look like yeah to like enhance it. the link towards slithering. As Harry's walking down the uh, when he's in the chamber of secrets, on the cha- would, would you call it just the chamber? It's called the chamber is of that secrets. What it is, yeah. yeah. So when he's in the chamber of secrets and he's walking down, what I was saying is, it kind of walks through the pipework. Because there's like loads of drainage, there's different routes, and it does look like a pipe where you could go left or right or left or right. Yeah, but that could be Slytherin, but like a maze in there. He's just lucky enough to find the right way. No maze is ever mentioned, of course. I but... guess. I don't know. Like, I just feel like, because when Hermione says the pipes, you'd think of like plumbing pipes or like not big. Yeah, but when you, when they first enter the chute to go down into it, yeah, that's clearly not a pipe. That's been hidden away. That's yeah. not a functional pipe. I guess. Down there is the... Uh... Right. He's saying, what killed all those rodents, the, the things down the bottom? Because that wasn't the, that wasn't the basilisk, because he's been locked away behind the big door. Mm. I'd, I'd, again, that, that's, that's what I'm on about this fault, right? Yeah. So one, 
clearly the basilisk, unless it can. But then, this is the other thing. If it's locked behind that door, right, how is everyone petrified? Pipes. What about the pipes? I'm sure there must be pipes around the castle. No, but I'm saying, do you see the basilisk in his eyes? That's what kills you, because that's what killed... Yeah, Moni Myrtle. Moni Myrtle, right? Yeah. Which we find out when he gets the diary and writes in it. But if the basilisk has been locked behind, no one would have seen that basilisk. Well, Tom Riddle released it in the first place, the very first time. Yeah, but this time. Well, he was controlling Ginny Weasley. Right. And no, she he controlled her. They went down there and she opened the door. That's what I imagine happened. So, right, so you think Ginny was unlocking the door for the basilisk to come yeah. out? So, because she's the one he says, doesn't he? She's been sicking the, uh, the basilisk on mudbloods and yeah. all that. So she, he has been possessing her in a way, you know, speaking through her. Mm-hmm. So, so he, and at some point she spoke parcel tongue. Yes, but only because he was controlling her. Unless, unless he's there with her, I don't think she can speak it. I have no idea. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if how was the bas- How can you not see a basilisk that big? In that in he, that school, Harry had his head against the wall. He could hear the basilisk behind the wall. Yeah, that means there must be, uh, like you said, pipes that big behind the wall. What need would a school have for pipes that big? Unless they don't even know. Well, this, uh, apparently, um, with the war with Voldemort and the war before that with uh, Grindelwald, mm-hmm. that you, the population used to be a lot more. Yeah, used to be a lot more people, so there'd be more kids, more classrooms, more teachers. So the castle's probably been renovated one way or another over a long period of time. I so, guess so. But then the thing is that this is what confusion is built. The secret is underground. Yeah. Right? So if the chamber is underground, then Harry putting his head to a wall shouldn't be able to... You have to put it to the floor. Unless, like I said, the snake is directly behind yeah. the wall. So you reckon that there could have been like a pipework or something along the inside, uh, out above ground? Yeah. Because the... Every attack that the basilisk t- uh, does happens outside the chamber. Mm-hmm. Besides the light, obviously the last one with Harry. Yeah. So the basilisk must come out into the school proper at some points. I just don't understand. And only a select hand few. Mrs. Norris's cat. No, yeah. sorry, Mr. Filch's cat, Mrs. Norris. Yeah. Colin Creedy, Hermione, Susan Bones. No, it's not Susan Bones. Who's Justin? There? Justin. That's Justin right. Finch. Finch. Finchley. That's it. Yeah. Right, them four, and nearly headless Nick. Yeah, and then there's Nick, right? So, I don't get how it, it five times. So five people basically were yeah. petrified, not killed, petrified. And then the only only them five people see it. Yet the score is that big that they can all of it conveniently come around the corner when Harry finds the first bit of the cha- like the air of slivering or something like yeah. that. Like, come on. That is stretching quadrility. Just the tad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if they all see that, and it's because the first time it's Filchy's cat, Mrs. Norris, yeah. she's hanging, right? And as they arrive, suddenly everyone else comes around the corner at the same time. Exactly. And, I mean, the school is big enough. Like, I, I would say, this this is the thing. The school's big enough itself that not every student will be certain places. There's places that are, are, you're not allowed to go to. And... Well, you've seen in the Great Hall, that's all the student body, right? Yeah. Given the size of the castle, all those students could be housed in one tower and never really see the rest of the castle. Yeah. And, and and exactly. So, I mean, there is places where the basilisk could go and not be seen. Yeah. But why were them students there? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. I just I, I just don't buy that it was not seen Before by any Harry. other yeah, by any other student other than them five. 
Well, the first time Harry was out by himself due yeah. to him having, uh, dealing with Lockhart. The second time, what was the second time? When he finds, that was when he's been held back by Dumbledore. Yeah. So both times he was out late where no one else would be. Yeah. So maybe they would have had to have done, uh, Ginny would have had to have done these things. After after everyone's gone to bed, mm-hmm. but before Harry gets out of his detentions and speaking with Dumbledore, that's a very short window. Of space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I just find that very um, hard to believe that that bit kind of thing. But I mean, the way it was done was cool. The only other thing I could have thought of was Ginny was doing it, but she had Harry's invisibility cloak, for example, right on the wall and that. Well, no. In the flashback, you see her clearly standing. Yeah, there exactly. Writing. So. That, that was my only other thing. Unless, I mean, how big was the basilisk at first? Because it took a thousand years to grow to its current size. I think it's been as big, it's, I think it's been as big as it is now for a while. It didn't suddenly rapidly grow as soon as it was released. Because my only other fault would have been, small. yeah, so it started off small and people were seeing it kind of thing. And then all the things that are down on the floor, when they go down there, that's what it eaten and that's how it had grown. But you're saying a thousand years, then it can't be. It can't be, it can't start off no. small, no. I don't know. It's confusing. Um, I just don't. Un- it, it's huge. Like it literally is long. It is a very big snake. Yeah, and the thing is, that I, and this is what I've said. It's long, but it's not wide. It's quite narrow, kind of thing. It's a slim. It's very long. A dangerous creature. Yeah. No, with no doubt. But it is quite slim. Yeah. It's it's not like a thick, heavy snake. It's 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 got more in common with an adder in look rather than a boa constrictor. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think when it was out then, so when it was out and the five people got petrified, right? it was, what do you think it was doing out? Because, I mean, we've seen it attack people anyway. It was under the control of the Parselmouth, which would have been at that point Ginny. Right, so what do you think Ginny was getting it? That's what I'm saying. What do you think she was getting it to do? Because she was getting it, we know that, she was getting it to attack. Voldemort was getting Ginny to tell, basically control the Basilisk. Yeah. To tell it to attack certain people. But it's only through luck and chance that they didn't die. This was due to like, Hermione with a mirror, or, ah, okay, or the I'm on the yeah, floor, yeah. or the uh, Justin seeing it through the ghost, or Colin seeing it through his camera. Right, because they say that if you look at it dead in the eyes, yeah, that's if you look at it directly, that will kill you. Right. These, even magical animals had to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. How did it develop an ability like that just to survive? No idea. I suppose you, you can kill your prey instantly, it makes it easier to eat them. But, yeah. but then, I mean, it's... It's its own curse thing. Of, what do you call it? Curse? Yeah, you can't look at another basilisk. So its own curse. Not the first. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so its own curse is its biggest weakness. Because we see... Um, forks. Forks. I was going to call it fiends for some reason. Forks. The uh, the phoenix. Did you claw it? It's I thought, with his feet. Oh, oh, right. I always thought you'd have bit it. Well, I think he does both. Because you see him doing that and his beak does go down. Yeah. So he's like clawing and biting at the basilisk's eyes. That's right, yeah. And blinds it. It does. And then it's only got his ears. Like, it, yeah, it's weird. Like, snake's ears are very... I think, don't they detect vibrations through the floor? See, that's what I else? thought. So it wouldn't be able to hear. So when Harry throws the stone, it can he... only feel the vibration. Yeah, and if, if Harry's staying still at that time, though, and he feels the vibration somewhere, because he might go off to check on that. Possibly. But then, I mean, he does that. Harry runs off. So you feel the vibrations. Oh, then. Run. Exactly. And then it randomly... How does it appear under that water? Might, that little pool bit must be a lot deeper than you think. It must connect further out, like you said, like drainage. Yeah. It must connect to a much wider. That means that's, that snake is an aquatic creature then. Mm-hmm. If it can go... Because most snakes, even when you see them in like, water, they're like, on top of the water moving quickly. Yeah. 
this one goes underwater. See, yeah, this one actually swam underwater. Yeah. So that's very un- that's not exactly normal behavior for any kind of snake that I know of. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. So I'd, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of fault in it. It's magic. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So after that, basically, Harry um, destroys the Tom Riddle's diary. Horcrux. The Horcrux. That's right. But we don't know no, at that point that it's a Horcrux. No, we don't. No. At this point, it's just a very heavily enchanted diary carrying a memory of Tom Riddle. Yep. Which, uh, and also, you know what I really, really liked? That the, uh, the Tom Marvola Riddle. He writes it, he uses Harry's wand to write it in the air in flames that don't fade away. Mm-hmm. Very thin, almost like laser point yeah. type, type flames. He writes Tom Marvolo. Did he write Tom or Thomas? It's Tom Marvolo. Yeah, Riddle. Tom Marvolo Riddle. Because I am Lord Voldemort. He's made up of all those same letters. Yeah. It would have been different if he wrote Thomas. Because that's an You're extra, extra H, on the end. An, uh, uh, AS. I am Lord Voldemort. Hams. <laughs> Yes. So, but yes. Yeah. yeah, it would be has, yeah. yeah my hands. <laughs> Bits of meat everywhere. <laughs> I am Lord Baldwin Hands. So. Chicken so. cutlets falling from the sky. <laughs> I don't know why my men, uh, mind no, went to that place. I don't know why you bought chicken cutlets when. <laughs> I don't know, it's it not ham. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing like the uh, beef legs, like the really the old fashioned, like thick things. I don't know why I thought beef as well. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Like. A bit of pig, a pig leg. Just... Yeah. Arr. Yeah. I don't know why I said Arr. But... <laughs> do you need oh. a minute? No, I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I like. I really do like that bit. It's very. Um... How long do you reckon it took for her to come up with that? Like, do you think she wrote, "I am Lord Voldemort," and then tried to figure a name out, kind of thing? Because it that would been... make more sense rather than writing out a name and trying to figure out a bad guy's name from that. Yeah. Because so if, if yeah. she knew that Voldemort, Lord Voldemort, was going to be the name of the bad guy. Yeah. She could work backwards from that. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, she's so clever uh, to come out with that. I mean, well, I should have said this before we started recording. Could you have thought of any other names from I Am Lord Voldemort that you could have called him? Like, so could you have thought of any other, like, anagrams? No. No, no I'm not. Not on the top I'd, of your head, yeah. No, but if you if we'd, if we'd told me beforehand, I might have jotted down a few, but right yeah. now, no. no all right, so I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll do for the next one as the intro. So we'll use I Am Lord Voldemort. And then for the next episode, we could have said, I am. And then we could have used our anagram name that we created as our introduction. Well, yeah, but you just use your anagram and I use mine. Yeah. All right. I am, say, Jack S. Part or whatever it comes up with. And I use mine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I come up with Jack S. Part, but okay. <laughs> if that's a person, I'm really sorry. <laughs> S. Part. Sounds like a medical condition. I'm sorry, sir, but you're S. Part. Oh, he's off again. Uh, I just had this idea. Your S. Part's fallen off. And it's just a bit of your like your, your hair or something, like one follicle. It's like follicle. <laughs> What's a follicle? You mean follicle? <laughs> follicle. It's a new type of molecule. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Your laughter, your laughter reflexes had a good old workout this this evening, haven't you? I'm, I, every week I make up a new word. <laughs> we should start writing these down. Affectionate. Follic. Um, follicle. Follicle. No. <laughs> Follicle. <laughs> you know you probably think... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a look of Follicule. wonder. Follicule. That was a perfect look of wonder. You went, oh? <laughs> <laughs> right. So if yeah, you I'm need gonna the write bathroom this down. Off, there's just yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write... Yeah, so we're going to write them down. That'll be our word of the day. 
follow you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still thinking the correct word is follicle. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Molecule. Probably. Follicle. Uh, it works. Yeah, well, we are, you knew, I knew what you were talking yeah, about anyway. Is, so. Exactly. <laughs> if you didn't say anything, I think none of these listeners would have been like, well, yeah, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> well, I did. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> He's, you got to the stabbing in the diary. Yeah, yeah. So, And you noticed, you did say something I never noticed before. So when Harry stabs the diary, so, so this is what I thought. And we're kind of on the same wavelength. Okay. So when Harry stabs the diary, um, the, the venom from the tooth itself. Yeah. I thought, so this is what I thought. I thought the venom from the tooth itself was, as he stabbed it, was squirting out. Oh, and, right. now I understand and, what you think. And it was infecting the diary. No, what's squirting out the diary is actually the ink. The, is that the, Harry had written in, or is that that everyone had written in? I think that's what everyone had written in. Right. And I'm assuming that was also the. So would the ink be Tom's memory? I think um, it's actually the ink. So it's the ink coming out. Yeah, the basilisk uh, poison, the venom, yeah, is incredibly toxic and corrosive. It's, it uh, it's incredibly dangerous. He stabs it, and it, that's what does enough damage to the, the Horcrux, the diary, mm-hmm. to actually kill it. Yeah. So does he stab it the same way in the book that he does in the film? Because Harry does like two a page. Or two pages, and then closes the book, and then does the final one in the like closed. I'm not sure. I think it just talks about him stabbing the yeah stabbing the diary with the basilisk fang. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I like the fact that um, I just don't understand how Harry had this idea to oh, I'm just going to stab the diary. I think it was Tom Riddle who gave him the idea because he said, um, "All the trouble a silly little girl can do with a silly little book." I think at that moment that Harry realised the dun, book is the yeah, key. Of this. Dun, dun, dun. Kind of thing destroy like the book and this might be over mm-hmm. wouldn't it have sucked if, Vol- if Voldemort was leading him along all the entire time yeah. like breaking the book would suddenly free Voldemort and kill Ginny or something imagine that'd be uh, Harry would have that guilt on him forever yeah and I have one nitpick one obviously that, that you've holes. had many but yeah. okay go on but my main one was so we see Harry stab the book right yeah and the way it bleeds the uh, the ink out and that squirts the ink out which is really cool Tom explodes. Yeah. Right? Because it's basically Tom, not Voldemort kind of thing. So Tom, ex- you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the soul really disintegrates, yeah. blows so up. Yeah. Tom explodes, right? But as he explodes, all of the, they say the life of Ginny, yeah. it just evaporates. Some of it lands on her. Yeah, but it bursts. But I would have liked the idea of it going back, sort of leading back into her mouth. So it, it shoots back into her like a beam of light so yeah, like a river of white lights it's, yeah and, it's, and then because she goes oh, kind of thing yeah, but we don't actually see anything being withdrawn from her do we she's still alive but the energy is still being sucked out of her yeah i guess so i know i just like the idea of it if it hit her then that's a reason for her because it's a bit convenient of he dies and then she's awakened so after that we get like my favorite part with um dobby and um, lucius coming yeah everyone's back in the office and ron has been shuffled off to the medical bay to check on his sister mm-hmm. and to free Hagrid yes the, uh, so yeah. that was the main thing wasn't it yeah he sends he's, oh, Dumbledore sends Ron off to send the letter off to get the to get Hagrid back yeah, the Hagrid the Hagrid the one and only yeah the one and only <laughs> Can you imagine if he come back on his bike singing that song <laughs> come, literally through the window behind Dumbledore <laughs> lands on Dumbledore end of the movie Dumbledore's been crushed to death by a giant <laughs> I could have been taken straight back to the yeah, it, been, yeah. it was only an accident. 
<laughs> well, I'm sorry, but his head is lodged somewhere on the Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> God. God. Oh, dear me. Yeah, and um, Lucius comes in with Dobby. We find out that Dobby's been working with Lucius. He's he Dobby's, he's Dobby's master. Yep. Which is really sad. And Dumbledore is back, obviously. We're very thankful for that. Yeah. And Lucy's been found that Lucius has been found out about the fact that he threatened to curse several families unless they agree to block Dumbledore in the first place. Yeah. Lucius asks Dumbledore who's responsible. And Lu- and Dumbledore obviously goes and tells him. Yeah. Voldemort. Which and is thing Lucius thinking, ah, I guess my little plan didn't work then. Yeah, exactly. We find out that Lucius is um his plan basically backfires. Yeah. Um, and then he basically leaves in a huff and kicks the crap out of Dobby on the way. Yeah, which is really sucky. Yeah. And then... Harry asks Dumbledore if he can take the diary. Yeah. Which I think is a bit stupid. It's a very powerful dark artifact. It may have been destroyed. But it's risky, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's what I thought. And especially it? later on you find out that Dumbledore knew that Harry was a Horcrux himself. Yeah. So he's handed over the shell of a previous Horcrux to another Horcrux. Dodgy. Very dodgy. Risky. Yeah. And then... He, so basically, Harry gives it to Lucius. Yep. And Lucius then hands it to Dobby. And he says, come, Dobby. In that... I, I, is it that sort of voice? Is it a bit like, Come, Dobby. Come, yeah, Dobby. Yeah, yeah. It's, Aristocratic, upper-class snob British kind of. Yeah. And then Harry tells Dobby to open up the book. He, he mouthed it to nothing. Open it. Yeah. And then... Master is free. Well, Master give Dobby a sock. Master Dobby is has free. given Dobby a sock. What? I never. And he turns around and sees that Dobby has opened the diary with one of Harry's socks in it. Yeah. Dobby has presented... Ma- no. Dobby hasn't presented Master with anything. <laughs> Master. Master has presented Dobby with a sock. Dobby is free. So, and again, this is my... Uh, yeah. So, obviously, it was Harry's sock. He shows yeah. that. Lucius doesn't know. So, if Lucius doesn't know... No, I think it's if, if, if as long as he's presented with clothing, right. even if it's out, even if it's done accidentally, it's freedom. Okay, because I'm thinking, at what point does it like? So this is my this was the only thing. When does it stop being Harry's sock and becomes and becomes Lucius? But it never says it has to be Lucius' sock. So just as long as he gives him an item of clothing. Yeah. Okay, that, that clears it up. Because I was thinking, because Harry gives him the book that says you forgot something. He says that isn't mine. Chucks it at Dobby. Exactly. So I was thinking, if he says that isn't mine, he's also, he's not just saying that about the book, he's also saying that about the sock. Yes, something else that gets me. How did the wizards get the laundry done then? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, they'd be giving the, uh, every house elf, every time they do washing, be given. Unless he says, unless he puts it down and then they this say. This is washing, you must go and wash yeah, it. Yeah, go and clean that. So he doesn't actually give it to him, it's down and then they yeah. say. So that possibly. Yeah. But it was enough. For, I think um, Dobby's bond with the Weasley, not Weasley's, the, Harry's bond with the Malfoys was weak anyway. Yeah. Because they don't treat him right. And I think a servant like Dobby, a slave, works harder, their house elves work harder for their masters if they're better treated. Yeah. I mean, most house elves, if they, if, if they received a sock in the same way, probably wouldn't think of themselves getting freedom. Mm-hmm. I think it's more mental conditioning for Dobby. He's like... I've finally been given a sock. I'm free. And it's more like belief that causes the bond between him and Malfoy to break. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so that's basically the film. Yeah. Uh, I know we skipped over, so people are going, oh, they didn't mention the Cornish biscuits. Uh, Cornish pixies. You to say biscuits, weren't you? I was, yeah. So those, <laughs> they didn't mention the uh, the blue biscuits, or they um, they didn't talk about Gilderoy Lockhart doing this, and we didn't talk about that. So basically, the way we're doing it now, 
is we just kind of go with the flow when we we just mentioned as much of the film as you can yeah but then i feel like we we basically covered the film but without giving too much detail so there's spoilers there but for those that are want to go back and watch the film you're hearing it from our point of view yeah not those this happened and this happened and this so we didn't storyboard it we just spoke about it which is it's i think working well for yeah us. it's better um we didn't even look i mean we wrote the notes down but we didn't actually look at them that much the only thing i actually want to say actually going off these notes is um is two things right one the flying car at what point could it like i don't understand how the invisibility boost boosted yeah so how can that be faulty yet the car is still working if there's a problem then the car should stop right well it's like saying the brake lights aren't working so the car shouldn't work they're, they're different I guess systems. I guess so, but because it's a magical car, nothing should be faulty. Who says magic is perfect? Magic can still make mistakes. I guess. I, I guess so, but then I just feel like it's not like it's not like uh, Mr. Weasley waved his wand once and caused all this to happen. Other, I'm sure multiple bits had to be enchanted different ways to make it yeah. happen. Okay, that's, that's so like, fair. So like parts of a car, if one breaks down, it's not going to cause the entire car to suddenly stop. Uh, yeah, I guess so. All right, that's fair enough. I just feel and like... the second part? So I was going to say, because <laughs> I said this sort of when we was watching it, the Herbie, yeah. <laughs> the car, right, it's clearly magical. Yeah, the, the move of the car from the movie Herbie, yeah. Yeah, so it's magical. So if you lined up the the Re- Weasley's car, it's not got a name, has it? Just, it's the Ford Angelica. Yeah, so you the Ford Angelica versus Herbie, who would win? Herbie is a race car. The right. Ford Angelica is a car for a family to go out in. Yeah. So I'm guessing the race car. But but it depends on how much... Herbie, Herbie can't fly. All right, so who's <laughs> who's got the better... Because that car's intelligent. Yeah. Out of the Herbie and the Ford Angelica, who's got the better mind? I don't know. I don't, cause I've, I've never actually seen Herbie, the movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I've seen what you've... Well, I've seen clips and bits, so I know the, the car that can do stuff. Yeah. But with the Harry Potter one, you clearly... It, it rescues them from it the does, horde of yeah. spiders. Brings them back, and in the beginning, it's intelligent enough to be annoyed at them. Yeah, that shows a much more higher range of emotion than I saw from Herbie. Okay, so you would say you'd say the Four Angelicans. Yeah. yeah, I'd agree. And the other thing was the break broken arm that Harry gets. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, Gilderoy Lockhart it, it kind of prevents the arm from being broken, but but, but, but it takes saying, the bones away. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's like snapping someone's neck and saying, no, you haven't got a headache. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <Right>. he's dead. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, it, so did the spell, is that what the spell was supposed to do? This is what confuses me, right? Brachium El Mendo sounds like a healing spell. Right. But I think, as Gilderoy says later, the only thing he's good at is memory spells. Yeah. So maybe he tried to perform a spell, but didn't focus enough, and it went all wonky on him. All right. Because... Do we find out in a later film, or am I wrong, um, that spells and charms and all this stuff, enchantments and all that stuff, potions, have to be created first? They, they, you have to create them for them to work, right? Spells have to be created, yes. So, for example, eat slugs. You can't just say that and then throw a wand. So that must be a spell, right? That's a, a low-level jinx or a curse. Right. Yeah. So, Brachiarm Amendo. Armendo. Uh, yeah, Armendo. So that must be a spell. So what does that spell actually do? Is that what it's supposed to do? I'm not sure. And that, that's what was confusing. I was like, is that a legit spell? Because if it's not, 
it wouldn't do anything. Well, we saw, didn't we see in the beginning, uh, Ron tried to turn his rat yellow by speaking English. All the other spells we've seen have been Latin or a variation of Latin. Yeah. But for him to think that spell must work, it seems to be like like the, the Fae, like the, um, you know from Shakespeare's A Midsummer Night Dream. Yep. All their spells are spoke well, are spoken in English, but rhyming. Yeah. Fae magic is rhyming. So it seems to me that he believed, Ron believed at that point, that he could perform the spell simply by having a rhyming spell with a wand. Okay, so you think if it was... A... I think it's a mixture of both. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Because a lot of a lot of the magic appears to be like based on belief. I believe I can do this, so I can do it. But as they get older, they, the wizards become reliant on certain words and wand movements. Yeah. Because remember, wizards don't seem to do accidental magic. Children, before they get the wand, do it all the time. Yeah. For but, example, Harry does it with the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he gets angry at... Uh, about to Dobby then. Angry at Dudley, the glass disappears and Dudley falls in. That's right. Yeah, okay. All right, so there's a bit of... It's a bit wishy-washy, yeah. that wavy on it. But, I mean, I'm not going to say... I'm, well, I'm not, I don't, but I'm not having that. But it, it kind of works, because if it was... If he believed that he could do it, but he knew that he couldn't, then that's probably why the arm bent the way it did. Yeah, because so it's jelly. Exactly. So, all right, that's cool. All right. All right, so what would you give it out of 10? Eight. Yeah? A yeah. strong eight or like a middle ground eight? Yeah, middle ground eight. Middle ground eight, yeah. yeah. I would give it... See, I prefer the Philosopher's Stone to the Chamber of Secrets. Okay. I like the idea of the twist of Ginny being... Um, Baddie. The bad the bad guy, but not intentionally supposed to be kind of thing. But I don't know. I just felt like... Mm, there's like... I just didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. Okay. I feel, like, yeah, I feel like as I go further on, they get better. Okay. So I would give it... I would give it a seven. Okay. So it's not, I wouldn't, it's no way I'd blow a five. So, but yeah, I think a seven's good. Okay then. Yeah? Yeah. Right. Is there anything that we've missed that you want to talk about? No, we've covered everything that yeah. we said we were going to. Yeah. All right, sweet. So the best way to find us, go into your search bar on either SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or TuneIn. We are trying to get onto another one. Spotify. But hard. Yeah. So, but yeah, so and if you've got any four of those um, podcast platforms, then just go into the search bar, write in Agia Untitled, and uh, I would say our faces pop up, but our image pops up. Yeah. Which is basically film covers with we'll our name in it. at some point, yeah. yeah. So, and if there is a specific film that you do want us to watch, then um, go ahead and let us know. Speaking of uh, that, I've been given, I've actually been given a film by a listener Oh, brilliant. What film's um, that? Anchorman. Oh, God. Is it Will Ferrell? Yeah, Will Ferrell. And uh, they want us to watch it. Okay, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if you want to... And it was from the bargain bin. I got told this for a bargain bin episode. Okay. So I don't know if you've got one from a bargain bin already that you want to yeah, do. Yeah, there's one over there. Yeah, so we'll do them too. Yeah. Okay, so um, you know who you are, listener. Um, so, yeah, we've got it. We are definitely going to do it. Uh, we just Chris has just confirmed it. Yep. Uh, I've still got a crappier movie or two here we can pick from <laughs> if not we'll buy one which is not hard to find one well no it's not you've got pound shops and charity bins and everything. exactly yeah. yeah so we'll grab one also a couple of ways for, uh, for you to get through to us on twitter um leave us a comment in uh on the youtube page uh, obviously stuff is going on the youtube and we have got a video going up soon about other stuff that we are going to be doing so uh yeah so that that's been as you entitled i've been rob and i've been chris we'll see you later